David, he went to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be all for all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was the, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying that was told to them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. And it was told to them. Father, what a blessed time this is. What a great day. It comes around every year. We celebrate Jesus all the time, and yet this is one of those special times. Times when people lay aside the things of the earth and think about a God who would make himself into one of us. Lord, who would want to be like us? You did. In Hebrews, it talks about the joy that was set before you, that that's why you came. All the struggles of this life, a death of crucifixion, all that for joy, because you want us. And able, in order to do that, you made yourself one of us. We thank you in your great name. Amen. So the thing that took uh, Mary and Joseph to um, Bethlehem, as you know, which was about an 80 or 100 mile walk, kind of a long way to walk when you're, you know, nearing delivering, right, a child. Any of you ladies thinking about an 80 mile walk when you were pregnant or, you know, maybe not. So, you know, the problem is that I think Joseph wasn't really thinking about Isaiah 7.14, a virgin shall conceive and have a son, 
call his name Emmanuel. Probably wasn't on his mind. In fact, maybe he had never heard of it. It might have been one of those obscure things in the Old Testament that people had no clue. What does that mean? And then, all of a sudden, the greed of an emperor God used to move Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem so that Jesus would be born there because he had already prophesied hundreds of years before that was going to be the place. Amazing the things that God will do. Amazing the things that God will use in order to bring his, about his purposes, even the things, the greed of pagan men. That's what he did. And then they got there, and sure enough, Jesus was born, but there had to be an announcement. I mean, this is the most important moment in history so far. The most important moment. Pastor Brandon was talking about how this was the beginning of his acts of redemption through his son. The beginning. There had to be an announcement. Now, a long time ago, we lived in New Jersey, and we would go to the Jersey Shore, and there would be these biplanes that would go along with messages on, trailing behind them and these big signs. I don't know why they didn't rip off in the wind, but they didn't. Um, even one time saw somebody propose to another person to get married with a plane. Didn't have any planes. But what God had was angels. And what's amazing is who he sent them to. Shepherds. Shepherds were the outcasts of society back in those days. They were assumed to be thieves and robbers to be evil to the core. Perhaps that reputation is somewhat earned by some, I don't know. But the other problem with them, which people disdained, was that they were always dirty. They lived out in the wilderness with a bunch of sheep. And that dirt didn't just equate to dirt on the body, they were taught they were taking care of animals and that made them unclean ceremonially with the law and in those days if you were unclean, you were an outcast. And for those shepherds there was almost like no way to get clean. Because it was a ritual. It was involved. And they were not liked by anybody. And those were the ones that God chose to send the announcement to. Shepherds. Shepherds. And he sent an angel. The original language says that he stood over them. And I want you to picture in your mind this idea. Not, uh, you know, a man-sized angel. Well, I guess most men are about that tall. And, um, but a gigantic angel standing over them. See, they didn't all sit around a campfire and tell stories. They built a perimeter around all the sheep. And that word for watching the sheep, it is the, the word for guarding. It is used elsewhere. The noun form is used to talk about a garrison, a stronghold. 
they were guarding, so yeah, they were watching, but they were watching behind them too, waiting to see if their predators were going to come and head them off before they got to the sheep. This was a big job. These were strong, determined, brave men who took on this kind of a role for their life's work. So they weren't hanging out, maybe two by two, we saw a little video, but it wasn't a whole gang of them. There would have been a lot of shepherds all around the middle. And I want you to have this image of this angel with one foot on that side of the, of the pasture and another foot on this side of the pasture and larger than life looking up. And then there was the glory of God, something that none of them had ever seen before. And I'm guessing no one here has seen it either. And he showed his glory to shepherds, the outcast. And then the message, the Savior is born. In those days in Israel, everyone was waiting for a Savior. Some were trusting in him already, even though he wasn't born. Some were not. Some were ignoring him. It's a lot like today. People of all kinds and everything. And I'm sure those shepherds, you know, they weren't special. In fact, maybe they all were just ignoring all that religious stuff because they couldn't go to the temple when they were not clean. We don't really know. It doesn't really tell us. And then, after the announcement... There is this great multitude. The word in the original text is normally tra uh, translated army. There was an army of angels, and I'm just trying to imagine, were they now man-sized, or were they gigantic like the one that had already showed up? And they were all over the place. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. God spoke. He spoke to shepherds, and they ran. Not away. They ran to Jesus. God had filled them with truth. I'm sure they didn't really get it all, but they knew one thing, and that is, let's go see. And they ran. It says hasten in, in my translation here. They came with haste. The word is really run. They were in a hurry. There were two words used to that, and it equates to they didn't waste any time. They ran, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And here's the other cool thing. God spoke. They ran to Jesus. We don't know how long they were there. But then they told everybody. Everybody they could find, everybody there. And we sometimes have, we usually have because of pictures and things, this idea that Joseph and Mary were alone during the delivery. That would be unlikely. Joseph would have gone and found help for that, usually other women. So there were other people there. And they're now filling all of them in on the announcement from Almighty God, glory, angels, all that stuff. And they were amazed. Why? Yes, amazing that it would happen, but amazed that it happened with shepherds. Shepherds. Wow. 
Why shepherds? Because shepherds are his kind of people. Shepherds like you, like me, ordinary, everyday folks. And you and I and shepherds and all the rest, we're the ones he wants. Every Sunday we are announcing it, not just here, all over the world. The, the, uh, the, it's being announced from time to time that God wants you. I, I love the way Brandon, um, we didn't plan this, by the way, um, you know, spoke from John um, 3.17, talk about not condemn. He doesn't want to condemn us. He loves us. He wants us for himself. And then they did something else. As they were returning home, they went glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. So, God spoke. Angels, I mean, shepherds ran. And then shepherds spoke. And now, as they're going, glorifying and praising. I've been trying to imagine that. I don't know what time of day that was. I mean, obviously, Jesus was born at night. It's what he told us in the scriptures. So, did they go there, hang out for a little while, and then return during the night? Did they wait till morning? I don't know. But they probably weren't just going around saying, yes, God, why not? They would have been shouting praises and glory and all kinds of wonderful things because of God and what he has given. Salvation, redemption. I don't have to care anymore. I don't have to be perfect. I just need to be his. So really the shepherds had a huge role in all this. They ran, they spoke, they praised and they glorified God. I'd like to imagine that it happened at night and they're screaming all through the city of Bethlehem on their way out, waking everybody up with their praises. doesn't say that, but that's what I like to think. Let's pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, you are marvelous in every way. In our measly little plans for this and that and forgetting where the video is and the service and uh, all of those kind of things, we just aren't like you. You had this planned and orchestrated from the beginning of time maybe even before time. You knew what was going to happen because you love us so much. And then you gave yourself for us, not just at the cross, but all through your life, giving yourself to us through your perfection and then making that ours by faith. Simple faith. Thank you. In your great name. Amen.
While I'm getting set up here, I just want to invite you again to come back tonight. It, it is a service that is unlike what we do on, on Sunday mornings and, you know, a lot of reading. And we have some young people that will be doing some reading and some special music along with hymns. And um, we'd just love it if you would come back. One, two, three, four. Speak up on joy and have a 
Papa. 